<coughs> Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Kedushin Samach Ches, Kedushin 68b, pagination is 136, starting from the second line towards the middle of the line, on the topic of Nachris, a non-Jewish woman. <coughs> the Mishnah, which was on Samach Vav Amad Beis 66b, included in yesterday's session, told us that anybody that does not have Kedushin available to be occurring, not just that this particular man can't do Kedushin with her, but she's not Kedushin eligible, and the example the Mishnah gave was a Nachris, a non-Jewish woman, so then the child will be like her, meaning not Jewish. This is, unfortunately, the topic of intermarriage, where a Jewish man is living with a non-Jewish woman, and the child is not going to be Jewish. As our Gemara will explore, the reverse if you're dealing with a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish man, so then the child would be Jewish. As the basic principle goes, the Jewishness follows the mother, and the lineage, Kohen Levi Yisrael status, follows the father. In such a default case, the child would simply be a Yisrael a regular Jew. So the Gemara asks, Nachris minalon, how do you know that a non-Jewish woman is not going to have Kedushin, that that's a valid example of no Kedushin, and also that the child is going to follow her status. One thing at a time, Omar Kra. The Pasuk in Parshas Vo'eschanon, that's Devorim Perek Zion Pasuk Gimel, tells us, which is understood not just as a prohibition not to wed with them, but as a fact. It will not work. There is no chitun from the word chasana with them. Ashkachna delotavsi bakidushi. So I see clearly that there will not be kidushin, but Velada Kemosa Minalan. How do we know that the child follows her? Amrab Yechinan Mishim Rabbi Shimon ben Yochi, the Omar Kra, the Posak following the words Losishatein Bum, not to wed with them, that it doesn't work as a marriage. The Omar Kra continues by saying, Ki yasir es bincha me'acharai. A reason that you should not do this, you should not attempt this union. So number one, it doesn't work. Number two, Ki yasir es bincha me'acharai. Because he, the non-Jewish man 
will be taking your son from away from me, meaning the grandson. Bincha habam Yisraelis karui bincha, because if the man is not Jewish, but the woman of the relationship is your daughter, and she's Jewish, then there's indeed a tragedy that the grandson is being pulled away from Hashem, is going to be raised in the way of the non-Jewish man. That's one of the reasons given regarding why this is so bad. This causes us to realize, even though it's not explicitly written, that this added reason, this added tragedy that the grandson is going to be pulled away from Hashem only exists when the man is not Jewish of this union and the woman is Jewish, because then the grandson is Jewish and pulling him away to non-Jewish pursuits is viewed as a tragedy. If, however, we were dealing with a non-Jewish woman and a Jewish man, then this grandson aspect of the tragedy of intermarriage is not going to be discussed because that grandson is not Jewish. So it's not on a fundamental level being considered an added dimension to the tragedy. Let's go back to the Pasuk and then we'll return to the Gemara. Don't wed with them, meaning it doesn't even work. And therefore, your daughter, you should not give to his son. And his daughter, you should not take for your son. And then the Pasuk says, Ki yasir es bincha me'acharai. Because he, the man of this union, will remove your child from me. Your child refers to the grandchild. And Rashi takes note that it's yasir. It's he, the husband, who would be doing the removal of a Jewish child from a Jewish education by raising the child in his family's ways. It does not say kisasir es bincha, that she will remove your grandchild, which causes the Gemara to infer that if she is the non-Jew in the union, meaning the mother is not Jewish, then this aspect of the grandchild is not considered an added tragedy because if his mother is not Jewish, he's not Jewish and therefore is not being mentioned over here. Going back to the Gemara, He, the man of the union, is not Jewish. Then the tragedy is that he's removing your son from my ways, because that son is Jewish, because the mother was Jewish. Your son, coming from a Jew, Jewish woman, is considered your son. But the grandson, coming from a non-Jewish woman, is not called your son, and therefore this aspect 
of the tragedy is not being discussed. Dropping down about ten lines from the bottom of the Gemara, Omar Kra, there's another insight that will also teach us that there's no Kiddushin with a non-Jewish woman. And after the process, by the Eishas Yifas Toah, Pashas Kiseitze, after the process, then you can come to her. We can infer that until that point, Kiddushin didn't work. So you've shown me that Kiddushin doesn't work. How do I know that the child is like her? And that as long as she was not yet Megayer, the child is not Jewish. Omar Kro, the Pasik says, Ki sihiyena leish viyodulo. When a, it will be to a man, when there will be a kiddushin with him, then the child that's born is considered his son and would inherit. Kolhecha dekarinan be kitihiyena, as long as there's the potential for a kiddushin, a marriage, then karina be viyodulo, then it's considered his children. Otherwise, biologically, he fathered them, but they're not considered halachically his children. Note that for Yerusha purposes, it doesn't have to be that they were actually married. The child will be his, even if they were not married. But we need the potential for marriage. It has to be the kind of person that a marriage could have occurred with, in order that this child should be his child, and with a non-Jewish woman, you don't have tafsi kidushi, you don't have the kiddushin working, and therefore you don't have the kisihiyena, which is the prerequisite for the child being considered his, that it should have been a relationship in which kiddushin could have occurred. Yeshe thank you for joining.